When that organic matter is destroyed, it should be bringing new life, and the new life should feed the organic matter. Its value lies in the fact that it has a dynamic nature. Global shortages are causing farm input costs to skyrocket. A better way to farm shows you how to take control of inputs and maximize profits so you can farm the way you want. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. Dr. Richard Mulvaney, Dr. William Albrecht, those are your friends. I enjoy studying these guys and learning what I can from them, and I'm going to share some stuff from a paper written by Dr. Albrecht many years ago. It's on organic matter. We've talked about this, but I want to share this because I think there's great value for you. He opens with this. Soil organic matter is one of our most important national resources. He calls it a national resource, and its unwise exploitation has been devastating. It must be given proper rank as one of the major factors affecting the levels of crop production in the future. This guy was talking about using cover crops 50, 60, 80 years before everybody figured it out. And he knows how important those are and what we're going to have to do. It's interesting because as we go through this, he talks about the fact that there is a resulting loss in nitrate nitrogen. And he says that soil organic matter is the source of nitrogen. And he talks about how important it is to have this here, this organic matter, to hang on to that nitrogen for us. He also says that when we measure terms of carbon dioxide output, the soil is a live, living, active body. An acre of the Corn Belt soil in Iowa or northern Illinois, for example, exhales more than 25 times as much gas per day as an adult man at work. Such a soil area burns carbon at the rate equivalent to 1.6 pounds of good grade soft coal per hour. Guys, it takes energy to grow that crop, and that organic matter is what provides that energy and what makes it work. Organic matter functions mainly as it is decayed and as it is destroyed. Its purpose is to be destroyed, but we have to make sure we're not destroying it in a way and at a rate too fast to replace. And we gotta make sure that its destruction is being done for growing crops, not because we're doing too much tillage or we're using too much of a certain product that's destroying it, but that it's being destroyed because it's a regenerative deal, guys. When that organic matter is destroyed, it should be bringing new life, and the new life should feed the organic matter. Its value lies in the fact that it has a dynamic nature. A soil is more productive as more organic matter is regularly destroyed, and the simpler constituents are made usable during the growing season. Up to the present, the policy, if it can be called a policy, has been to exhaust the supply rather than maintain it, by the regular additions according to the demands of the crop produced or the fertility removed. To continue this will result in a decline in crop yields. One of the things that I learned out of this, and this kind of gives some background as to what we see, but the guys down south, they're gonna have a harder time. Why? Because temperature has an effect on the decay. The rate of decay doubles for every rise of 18 degrees Fahrenheit in temperature. So for instance, in Southern Missouri, the average organic matter at the time he wrote this was about 2.2. In Northern Missouri, it was about 3.5. Arkansas, farther south, down to 1.96. Minnesota, farther north, 4.4. Guys, the fact is, this is part of the reason that the Northern boys have better dirt. They're able to hang onto the organic matter better. If they destroy it, it takes a lot of effort on their part. Just the mere temperature The farther south you go, the worse it gets. 
It also talks about the fact that in the northern sections of the country, both temperature and moisture are conditions that are favorable to restoration. Farther south, restoration is much more difficult. And so we've got to make sure that we're doing the right things here. And the farther south we get, the more important that it is. He talks about the fact that soil bacteria, which are the agents of decomposition, use carbon mainly as fuel and nitrogen as building material for their bodies for the production of the intricate organic compounds that result from their activity. So if we have a wide carbon nitrogen ratio, so far as the bacteria are concerned, a wide ratio of fuel to building material, such as say fresh straw, or I know someone who was talked into spreading cardboard on their farm. When we do this, the ratio is too wide. The decomposition goes very slowly. So there are no shortcuts to doing this. The individual who I talked to was heartbroken. They convinced him to put several ton of ground up cardboard on. And then the same people that did that said, hey, I got a good idea. Why don't you spread your 28% over the top in a broadcast application? That cardboard tied up every drop of that nitrogen. We just suggested that he go in and say, hey, man, at that time we didn't have wide drops. It's like get you a rolling coulter and get some nitrogen down below that cardboard. You've got to get it in the dirt so it can get to the roots to salvage some semblance of a crop. And so it's really important, guys, to think about what we're doing and say that we're not necessarily going to take a shortcut and cheat the system here. Recent studies suggest that the not appreciated sod crops in relation to moisture absorption and the storage of moisture in the subsoil. The beneficial effect of sods turned under for corn crops has been ascribed to nitrogen, and when possibly it has been accumulated as more like accumulated moisture in the subsoil. Guys, here's the deal. Grass crops absorb 87.4% of the rainfall. A three-year rotation with one sod crop did 85.5, while continuous corn only absorbed 69.6, and this was a trial that was done over 14 years. Guys, they talked about, I'm not going to go, well, here, let me just share this with you. It talks about if you take your soil and you do it in one-foot layers, the third-foot layer is much drier under the tilled soil than it is under sod. The first third had a lower content than that under tillage, and all the samplings and the moisture supply in the second and third was greater under sod than under the tilled surface. The most pronounced difference was in the third foot, varying from 5 to 9.5%. What does that mean? It means that this amounts to an extra 1.2 inches of rainfall on that. And we've talked about the fact, guys, every one point in organic matter saves you three quarters of an inch of rain. It has that capacity to hold three quarters of an inch of rain. So guys, just something to think about as you're working here. Organic matter is important. Let's save it. A better way to farm.com. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.